You are now listening to Crying for Information. There is a 100% chance your testosterone level will rise while listening to this podcast. So it is currently 7.05 a.m. And that recorded a fantastic episode with Carzo last night. Um, Wanted to give a little bit of a monologue to start the show, though. So obviously, we just had a great week one. Um, And I was really happy where we were as a league. There was no bickering. We still have one person to pay. Um, I know he listens to this podcast. Reminder to that one person. Everyone actually knows who it is. Ryan, if you do not pay me by the start of week two, but also by tomorrow night, um, you will not be eligible for any payouts during the season. So you better pay me right now. And the next day, I'll text you. Um, but stated in the owners' meeting, I know you're having a little bit too much fun to come to our owners' meeting. But it was stated by all the owners that you needed to pay by week two or have a payment plan. Either come up with a plan or send me a text. That would be awesome. But overall, um, great week for our league. High scoring, really entertaining, great games. Um, A lot of players were left on the bench, which always gives me a chuckle and I enjoy. Um, But just an awesome week for our league. Um, Awesome week for NFL League One, as you'll hear in who's hot and who's not. Sitting on your couch for eight straight hours. Checking your fantasy app is totally back and it is hot. Um, I had a great time watching football. A couple things that you're going to hear in this episode. Um, Me and Carzo kind of cover the whole league hour-long podcast, so that's why this monologue is going to be a little bit brief today. One thing I forgot to add was black jersey of the week. Um, This week, the black jersey is going to go to two people. First off, for Sam Anderson, he only had 65 points. I mean, I think if you go below 70, you're automatically are putting yourself in the black jersey. Obviously, um, Aaron Rodgers had one point. Aaron Jones had three. I don't expect to see you in the black jersey line again, but you are playing me this week, so you better bring your team. You better be ready to roll. Um, as Carzo talks about in the interview, I'm not treating this like a trap game. We are going all out, and I'm planning on my guy scoring at least 110 points this week. The second black jersey goes to Ryan Charter. Um, This is pretty obvious. He missed the draft, um, decided to go to the Red Sox game, then attacked the commissioner verbally over group me. Um, Not a good start to the year for him. If it wasn't for his ALS charity over the weekend and also getting a win, um, he would be getting a lot more dirt thrown on his name. But overall, uh, those two people are black jerseys. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, It's an hour long. Make sure you're tuned in. And I can't wait for our next podcast and hope you enjoy Carzo. All right, so my guest being joined, in case I made the mistake and it doesn't record from the start, um, one, the only legend, I'll let him introduce himself, but I always think of him as the greatest MC of all time at Oktoberfest, um, brought to you by Dana Bob, so I'll let him introduce himself. Wow, what an intro. What's up? It's Nick Carzo, you know it, a.k.a. Zoe, a.k.a. the king of Hoyt Lake, a.k.a. the Prince of Buffalo, Nucci being the king, but I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited to get you on. Um, I'll be honest, Charter's on one of the top of my list because I know he'll talk a lot. I don't expect you to talk as much as Charter. No offense to Charter. Wow. Normally your thoughts are a little bit more comprehensible. Um, so, you know, that's your shout out. I hope you talk as much as Charter would. The longer, the better. The boys have waited three weeks for this. Um, so just a little heads up, a little bit of a different schedule for me tonight, everyone listening to the pod. Welcome to Crying for Information. Totally start that from the get-go. Um, hope you really enjoyed a nice episode. So what just happened? Had a football game, team lost. 
28-7, but you know, this is youth sports. It's not about the win and the loss. It's about the kids' faces after the game. How uh, how youth are we talking? Uh, tonight was eighth grade. and we uh, Okay. Kids' first game ever. I totally forgot I had a guest on the podcast that was looking at me on Zoom. Like, all right. Um, no, so eighth grade game. Um, we got beat 28-7. So literally, I walked in the door maybe three minutes ago. Um, got my performance enhancer ready for the show earlier tonight. Um, I'm totally locked in. Um, had a body armor and here I am. So yeah. curious, to, curious to know how many people canceled before uh, you decided to ask me, but. So actually this is a good, this is a good start. Um, so last week, I'll now admit who it was. Mitch was supposed to come on the pod um, and break down the draft live. He kind of backed me off. I didn't want anyone in the league to break down the draft live. Um, so Carza, you have been the first person to be invited after Mitch. Charter, okay. Charter invited himself. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to be here. Like I said, Mm-hmm. Um, no, so we can kind of cut to the chase right away. Start talking with fantasy. For those listening, we have a special surprise at the end. Um, not going to give it away. Probably have an idea. But uh, that's all the – I'm not going to spoil the surprise. So, Zoe, what are your thoughts about your fantasy team after week one? Well, let me, let me cut to the beginning before. Let me, let me go back a little bit for dra- on draft day. Oh, perfect. So, Wednesday night – I had a softball game. I jetted out of there, drove dangerously fast to make it just because that's how much I care about my team. Hoss. Now we're doing this cold co-ownership. I'm not going to say anything bad about my co-owner. He's busy. You know, he's coaching football. He's got maritime, even though they got their ass kicked by just maritime. I don't want to bring that up. They didn't even score one touchdown. So I don't know how busy he could have been, but uh, Hoss was in and out. He had meeting, believe it or not, he was at a soccer game. Oh, stop. Yep, a soccer game. Well, wasn't his girlfriend? No, he, obviously, he's not like his girlfriend's playing, right? So no, no. I th- he doesn't date the players anymore. I think he was um, doing like maybe like working it or something like that. Um, but we were we were um, you know talking via text, and he had some good picks. So that was draft day. Um, you know, you're never really impressed with your team while you're drafting. You think you should have got him. You think you should have got him. But uh, after week one, obviously, Chris, we played. I played you. Yep, that, that's why this is also fun to have you on the show. Yeah, uh, unless unless there's another alpha alpha beast in the league, but not uh, really disappointed. Josh Allen was played horrible. He was expected at least. I wanted at least twenty five from him. He only got me seventeen. So, yeah. but no, I was going to playing against you when uh, Allen only got seventeen. I think it was midway through the day. So maybe now my new favorite thing to watch is the win percentage. Um, and at like three fifty, as I'm on my third hour football just put the wings on the grill um i checked the win percentage and i think you were at 65 uh midway through sunday and then the turn kind of happened when uh travis kelsey started playing yeah yeah and you know I, we put up 109 which if you look around the league um a lot of people didn't even break 100 mm-hmm. so i'm not totally disappointed um but i think our just our big players got to make you know play better put up some more points i'm not I think Cortland Sutton, I put in as my flex for the Broncos. Yeah, I think he's just done for the year. I'm not going to start him yeah. at all. No. I, I didn't know who he was when I drafted him, to be honest, but I had a couple people on the bench that played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll make some adjustments, and we're playing Charter next next week. So I think we'll, I think we'll be all right. No, and I got to say, I was somewhat impressed by the depth of your team. Um, obviously, Josh Allen played terrible. When you have to go against Dalvin Cook, who's going to get – 
probably at least 15 points every game. Edmonds was sneakily someone I was terrified of just because Kyler Murray's going to give him a lot of plays at the goal line, and also they're going to use him in the passing game a lot. Ridley, lower than his expected. Thielen, yeah. time yeah. for um, you might need a new tight end. Jaseki, just. Dude, I know. I don't know. I mean, I do have Ertz on my bench, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Gaseki was a disappointment. Uh, Calvin Ridley definitely underperformed. Haas was huge on Ridley. He was like, we have to get Ridley. We have to get Ridley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got him, and we expected they got him. But, I mean, the Falcons just got their ass kicked by the Eagles. I don't even think they scored a touchdown. Yeah, no, the uh... – yeah, the Falcons kicked two fear goals. And then also when you look at me, I mean, Hurts overplayed what you probably would have expected. Um, the only player who underperformed was my kicker and Javante Williams. And if everyone else is putting up double digits and the least amount of double digits is 11, most likely you're going to need a – you cannot allow someone to put zero points up for you. Right. Um, and then and then Brandon Cooks had a sneaky good game for you too, which I did not expect from the Texans. No, and I mean, I, looking at my team, I feel pretty confident about going ahead – um, I got to uh, right now. I'm going to say that either Jalen Hurts or Matthew Stafford is available via tr- via trade. Um, whoever someone would want, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm projecting them to both average over 21 points a game this season. Hurts probably has a little bit more upside, so I kind of like him more to stay as my starter. But um, that was one thing I felt great about because I took a shot maybe in the 11th round at Stafford. Um, and then I mean, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, and Travis Kelsey. If I can have them average 15 at least together and put up 45 points for me from those three, uh, I feel like I'll be in a good spot this season. So, I mean, I think right. I'm up against a good team. I think I played one of my best games. Um, I mean, 124, I think my season high last year was like 130. And I did, a, I think only went over 120 once. Um, I mean, your team looks awesome. There's no way Allen puts up seven, like 17 for Josh Allen is so low. That- yeah, that was a rare. So, I think we'll be all right. Plus, Charter, I mean, talking about next week, Charter had, he had uh, Godwin and Dak Prescott who played out of their mind. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. But I mean, I think Prescott is going to put up a lot of points this season, probably just because the Cowboys are going to throw the ball a ton. Um, where are we looking at? Take a shot right now. So, quickly, let's just look ahead to next week. Um, I'm going to give the matchup of the week right now. This is not on our agenda. When you have two podcasters who know what they are doing, you can go on the fly. You can go off the agenda. <laughs> yes. The game of the week for me, I'm just going to go straight to it. My surprise, a lot of people. It's going to be Dirty Mites Meat Locker versus the G Spot. Now, it is the only matchup of 0-1 teams. Yeah, I was say they're both 0-1. Which means whoever loses this game is in a lot of trouble. No matter what, it is a, a little bit too early for a loser leaves town game. If we get a couple, like if we see four teams at two and zero tomorrow, and then we have four like a team at zero and two, you're two games back of being tied for first. Um, and unless you go on a little bit of like a five game run or some sort of really short window where you win a lot of games, you're in a lot of trouble long season. Um, want to start the year? I personally want to start the year zero and two. I mean, what two and zero? But I think the loser of Dirty Mike's Meat Locker versus G Spot gonna be a little bit of trouble. Well, Russo, I mean, Russo had a tough go week one because he had Gronk on his bench. Yeah. So he could have easily. Do we think Mark Gronk is going to outplay? He is Mark Andrews too. Maybe you should hit him up for a trade for one of those two. Ooh, are we doing a little uh, friendly fight? Are you helping me out in the same league? No, I mean, I'm just saying if you have a tight, if you have a tight end, it was zero points. Like you may as well, you may as well take the risk. Um, 
And right now, 51 win probability for Dirty Mike, projected 113 to 112. Um, so I'm going to give my power rankings right now, and we'll quickly hit a, a, resu- a couple more reviews. Um, what I was most impressed by, obviously, I sent Alec a $50 Venmo this week. Um, signed, sealed, delivered. Got it right at Monday morning. Just as a reminder, as commissioner, I'll always be on top of my payouts. Now, um, looking at his team, I think he has to be number one. He scored the most points. The fact that he has McCaffrey, Kyler Murray, and Darren Waller is kind of fucking terrifying. I mean, don't want to overreact to week one. Um, but, and by the way, Carzo, I just, I think I accidentally muted you. So I think you need to unmute yourself when you have a chance. Um, but if those three can stay healthy, if they can have put up 70 points a game from combined, I think we see a team with each that's, uh, might go have a long run this season. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, I don't, and this could be totally wrong. Just, I just think Kyler Murray is, is he going to perform like that all year long? That, I mean, can he stay healthy is the real question. Um, now we'll look at the number two points, the learners, uh, football team. Now, actually, we'll get right to it. What are your thoughts on uh, Cormac's team? You know, there's a little bit of a controversy. You talking, you, hit, you put your name in his mouth. Or you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, with, I went with a hard bitch ass today. Now, a lot of that has to do just because I was bored at work. I wanted to ruffle some feathers. Um, but first, before I get in the Cormex team, what do you think Alec is spending his $50 on? Books? <laughs> no. Not like some petite coffee shop where he can network. Okay, you, yeah. You think he's going to get his, his coffee in and... Uh, okay. $9, like, shitty, cold turkey sandwich with, like, pesto on. And similar to the bagelry, like, just because people, like, it's the, it looks kind of different than everything else. They can overprice it and say there's basil on it, pesto, um, some fancy mozzarella, and some turkey. And overall, it's just, like, a very mediocre cold wrap. Like, one of those in, like, an $8 yeah. coffee. Well, yeah, he's definitely sniffed out a couple of good uh, cafes in downtown Rochester. Then after that, it's time for like two really heavy IPAs with his professor talking <laughs> about how the network even better in the uh, in the business world. So I think we're spot on that one. Um, but with Cormac, I mean, he also last week. I mean, he had let's see, he had Antonio Brown on his bench, which didn't do didn't do him any good. I mean, Hawkinson played out of his mind. Yep. Gordon's not going to put up 19.3 every week. Are you frozen? You're frozen. Oh, yeah, sorry. About- there we go. Oh, hey, you know, technical difficulties. That happens. No, Cormac. It's that Buffalo. Cormac is kind of loaded. Now, well, now, now he's running a little issue. His lack of running backs is a problem. Um, but Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, Hawkinson, Brady, Brown. Um, anyone else's we want to look at really quick? Um, Nucci put up 126, and Lamar didn't even play that well. Uh, eh. I mean, looking at his squad, Hopkins and Lamar. Cooper's not going for 32 every week. <laughs> He wanted to trade. He wanted to trade Cooper Thursday before the game. So we'll see what his team does. I mean, Lamar Jackson is really 
if he has two rushing touchdowns and 100 rushing yards, you just add his passing amounts, and then you end up with an automatic 22 points added to it. So that's one of those things you got to be sneaky watch out for uh, with Lamar. But overall, Nucci has a good team. One thing that kind of freaks me out, I look at his bench, I don't see anyone who makes me feel he's got a lot of depth. Um, yeah, and he played Kevin. Kevin kind of got his ass beat this year. People are talking, is Kevin, uh, Kevin become lackadaisical after winning the chip? I don't know, but nobody on his team at over 20 points. So that is a flag for concern. Um, yeah, that's oh, there. What about, can we talk about just Sam's 60 point, 60 point showing? Yes, we can. Cause that's just, that's just pathetic. And Sam plays me next week. So, you know, I'm not, I'm pulling everything out. Um, so is, is, this a tra- is this a trap game for you? There are no traps with Coach Ryan, man. No, um, to my team this week with Sam, no such thing as a trap game. Um, and I think I'm going to come out and I'm going to lay down 120 points. So that's my – no, there's no way Aaron Rodgers will have less than eight points ever again this year. Um, yeah, that was – So even if he gets 20 points, he, only, he still finishes with 85 J.D. McKenzie, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, and he doesn't look like he has a ton of help on his bench. Now, Odell Beckham was out. Um, but I don't think he's going to get a ton of looks this year. Maybe Mark Ingram will be his savior. But if Robert Tanyan is your flex, you're fucked. Let's just put it bluntly. Um, and then, I mean, he played Pete, who had a pretty good game. First 107. Uh, so and I, I, I look. Right, Aaron Rodgers had one point. One point three two. What the hell? Yeah, it's kind of out of this world. Um, if we still get okay, okay, let's say let's say Aaron let's say Aaron Rodgers puts up twenty five. It's still only ninety points. Still, or yeah, he still scored under hundred points. Um. So yeah, I mean, Pete Pete put up a good fight. Pete's team kind of freaks me out because of Saquon Barkley. I don't know how great he's going to end up being, but Russell Wilson was a beast. Um, he does have Jameis and Russell, so that's a team that double QB if you need them. Um, then we'll take one last look at – let's do uh, – I think we covered everybody. He won. Um, Learner's football team. Oh, Ryan's team. Fine. Like you said, Prescott probably won't – I mean, Prescott will put up a lot of points. I think he has a sleeper in Taylor and Eckler, both really good. Um, and we'll see what it looks like when Thomas comes back for him. Charter's team has a lot of offensive power. Now, with Gardner, um, I don't think he's going to have a wide receiver put up zero points again. I don't know what happened with Brandon Ayuk, but a zero-point wide receiver day kind of puts him, gives him no chance, um, especially when he has David Montgomery on his beast, on his bench, um, such a beast. Such a beast. Um, he's got uh, David Montgomery on his bench. So that's something we need to look at. Um, his team could be really powerful. Really good long-term, but 0-1 start, not good when the wide receiver is zero points. And Mahomes is always a beast. And Aaron Jones at 3.2 points. I'm starting to question the old um, drafting Josh Allen before Mahomes uh, decision we made. Yeah, I am too. That was, I mean, that was a, that was a discussed decision Colin and I made. We wanted, I think, I don't know if Nucci kind of... Um, Nucci was going to take Allen if he had the chance. Yeah, I don't know if he tricked us. I think he's playing it off as if he did trick us, but... I mean, Nucci just texted me saying that it was his trap. Nucci definitely wanted Josh Allen a little bit. Right, right. 
So there's no way that if Josh Allen had been there, what you picked him in the third round, right? Yeah, we figured if we could get Josh Allen, obviously he's a great quarterback, great pick. And if we could rattle Nucci's cage a little bit, which is always fun for everybody. So we figured we'd kill two birds with one stone on that, but we'll see how it plays out. And that's probably the earliest you should take a quarterback anyway, um, is in that round. So I think it's totally respectable you taking him. But the Allen decision, I think that's – I'm just happy you guys did that because – You took your shirt off? Yeah, I took my shirt off. I had a fucking – I wanted to get a little bit more comfortable. I'm in khaki. Okay, love that. Um, you know, do you mind if I do you mind if I follow suit? Dude, you better take your shirt off. Oh, let's go. We are beasts. Um, yeah, I'll say, but you can check my Strava. Um. So yeah. So overall, that was kind of a quick quick breakdown. I think it was a good week by all. Something that's kind of caught me off guard. There were over. I'm gonna look at the scoreboard really quickly. Um. There were over. Do do do. Um, teams with a hundred points, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then one team with 99.4. So eight teams over a hundred points. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a high scoring fantasy year, but that just seemed like a lot of points for week one in a, in a league that has half point, um, PPR. PPR. So I think everyone kind of has a really good, feels positive about their team. Um, I, a little early prediction for me. I don't think we're going to see the same, cluster we saw last year where we had everyone within two games of each other at like week six i think we'll have some teams breaking away this year um and we'll be and half the reason is we got a lot of one and no matchups this week um with our one and no matchups we have uh oh we only have one one and oh one one no matchup well i'm an idiot but um I think that a lot of the one and no teams will win this week kind of put themselves in a two and oh position and we'll see what happens from there but I don't think we'll see as much of a cluster um, and everyone should be positive about their moves. Now I'm excited tomorrow to see the first free agent um, acquisition. I think Cormac will probably bid a lot on Mitchell. This podcast is going to get released. So I don't care if anyone listens to it. Um, I bid a certain amount on Mitchell today. I think I kind of middled it. I don't expect to get him, um, but if he's at a price that I think is reasonable and no one else picks him up, can't wait for it. Uh, and we'll see. Because I remember last year, a lot of people, someone spent $50 week one. Yeah. Um, and with Mitchell, I mean, Mitchell might not even be their starting running back later on. So that's why I'm a little timid to put um, all that money on him. But we will see. Anything Anything else we think we need to really cover about this week in fantasy? Um, I mean, you know, I mean, the Thursday night game was just obviously sick. The Buccaneers, Cowboys, <laughs> and there was a lot of skin in that game. There's why this week. The Giants and the football team, I don't think – I mean, Barkley and – I don't think there's much to watch, though, fantasy. There's No, that's a good point. Um, we, I mean, we had Sterling Shepard on our bench who put up 20, but I don't think that, you know, will be a concurrence. Now, over, under, three and a half trades by midway through week two. I mean, I'm going to say under. I'm not a big trade guy. I like to draft – I go and get my guys on draft day and I pretty much ride them out. Yeah. You know, if I'll, I'll drop someone and I'll pick someone up, but I'm not a big trade guy because I, I get everyone's got needs, but I, I don't like, to, I'm not a big fan of trades. And I think Colin's the same way, but we'll have to, me and Colin are yet to have our post week one meeting. Yeah. And I don't think, I think after week one, it's just too early to, too early to tell. Right. No, I think week two is when you kind of start to panic. 
Or the other thing could be, say, for example, for you, if your tight end puts up another zero piece, then you're kind of like, all right, this is unacceptable. But although I'm more of someone who picks them up in free agency, uh, and we'll see, right? Um, and then we'll yeah, see how they do. And if, if that doesn't work out, then maybe in week four or five, if I'm really panicking, I'll try a trade. But um, now that there also seem to be way more injuries than earlier fan, uh, seasons and way more spread offenses, more guys get involved. <laughs> um, and it's, if you're a bench player and you step up for someone who's hurt, I feel like free agency is pretty big later in the year. Absolutely. So that's my, my reasoning for no trade. Um, yeah, hammer the under on that. So it was awesome. Um, first, one, first week to see everyone involved. Now, quickly, we'll do a little who's hot, who's not. Um, this week's who's not. So this is the one thing me and Carzo actually didn't discuss pre-podcast. Carzo, so the way if you remember the segment works, it can either be fantasy or real life. Who's hot and who's not? Pretty simple. Makes sense? Yes. So I'll start with my first who's not and then let you rip one. Um, my first who's hot, Ryan Charter. Uh, I will admit, after a very tough week last week, he had an event for ALS, and it was pretty successful. Um, the reason Charter is considered hot, though, is that he was so goddamn cold the night of the draft and the day after. Um oh, yeah between his Derek Jeter takes, it would almost be physically impossible for him to heat up. Um, so he's hotter. I wouldn't put him on the same hotness as Kevin or Mike um, or someone like that right now. But Ryan's heating up. The past prior performance keeps him down. But he's my first who's hot. You want to chime in? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, Kevin and Russo are obviously in a league of their own. Um, Charter put on a despicable performance draft night. What was he? Was he at Fenway? Fenway he tried Park. Tickets or something. It's hard to keep up. But no, I agree with everything you said, for sure. And then he tried to state that I didn't set the day of the draft. You know what? Point finger at the commissioner. I mean, I feel like that's an easy scapegoat to do. So you're going to have your hands full, I think, throughout no, the year. But, but the fact he said, oh, like, I got – he pretty much was like, I got the tickets before um, the draft. And then I was like, why don't you put in the group chat – Oh, hey, Chris, or hey, guys, can we please move the game back, like the draft back, like at some point? And then he goes, well, I bought the tickets at 6 p.m. tonight. So you pretty much are just like, I'm not going to go to a Red Sox game um, when there's not the draft. Yeah, Right. I think he did exactly what he had to do, which, and if he did ask, hey, Chris, can you move the draft? That would have been going against the the, the league vote, which I'm not encouraging whatsoever. Oh, um, I mean, I don't. I don't really want to go rant on Ryan. Um, he's in a good, he's kind of heated up, but now do you have a, who's hot you want to add for this week? Who's hot. I was going to go with a, who's not. Oh yeah. Go. We can switch off. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a, who's not. And my, who's not and this one. I have to explain my, who's not is going to an NFL game, NFL Sunday bills related. Obviously Buffalo. Did I have the best time ever with the tailgate, the bus, everything? Yes. So much fun. But the reason why I give it a, who's not, one, you kind of save all weekend for Sunday. So you kind of sacrifice yourself Friday, yeah. sacrifice yourself Saturday to be able to enjoy yourself on Sunday, which is a personal decision. So I'm not not totally that's the big one. But the biggest reason why it's a who's not is because I was clueless, clueless with what happened around the league. Yeah. I, I to, till, till yesterday or even today, I had no idea 
you know, who, what, which teams won, who played well. I was so lost. I thought the Bills were the only team in the league for a day. Yeah, and I would, so I would say that, going to a one o'clock game, getting drunk, and then not knowing about anything else around the league until Tuesday. No, um, and I mean, I'll let this carry into my who's hot is sitting on your couch for eight straight hours and doing nothing. Um, I think one of the best things about Sunday, NFL Sundays, now that we're at the age range we are in, normally Sunday you're moving a little bit slow. Um, you don't really want to do anything. And having the eight straight hours of football on, whether it be Red Zone, one specific game. Oh, um, perfect. Two, two di- like a streaming on a device and watching on TV. I know I go Red Zone on my Xbox and then the game I bet on on my TV. Um, and there's just something so satisfying of I don't feel terrible about doing nothing for these next seven hours. Then seven o'clock rings around and you kind of are really hungry because you haven't eaten since lunchish. And then you kind of just eat whatever you want. Um, do what your one big pig out of the week, you know, yeah. up with ice cream and then fall asleep at like nine 30 really peacefully. Yeah. If you don't save your pig out for Sunday, then you're doing it wrong. And it's a great, um, what was the word I was looking for? It's a great, um, not hangover. It's a great, um, cure. It's a great do nothing thing. So you don't feel bad doing nothing. So Absolutely. Um, it's one of those things that's acceptable. It's also good to watch with friends, but you're not, everybody else is in the same boat. Everyone else is doing the same thing. Exactly. Bingo. Um, and you don't, it's, it's just perfect. NFL <laughs> Sunday is the greatest day ever. Thankfully we've got an extra week of them. I can't wait for this Sunday. So that's definitely who's hot. My who's hot. This is a personal favorite of mine. I'm sure most people will agree. It's Carrie Underwood on Sunday night football. You're telling me. Not only did we wait all year long, we wait all day. That song just hits so hard. Even though it's the same song with just two different teams every week, there's something about it that just fires you up. And I do the Snapchat every week. That's getting pretty old, I feel like, because um, everybody seems to be doing it now. But it's my favorite part of NFL Sunday is at around 8.13 p.m. Every single Sunday night, Carrie Underwood steps on and just riles you up for the game. No, exactly. Um, I, I think that's an obvious one. Simple, easy, smart. Um, I have nothing else to say about that. You are spot on. Great answer. Um, my who's not, who is not hot of the week for me um, is Spaceball. And what I mean by that is this is this is might be other than the Northeast, so where we live right now. Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, that wild card rush is crazy. Um, if I didn't care about one of those six teams, I would not be paying attention to any baseball right now. Um, I don't think I've seen it on ESPN other than the maybe two minutes of AL wild card. But uh, this is the season. Baseball will get hot again right in that last week of September, right when you get the uh, play the wild card going up. But for these oh, few yeah. weeks, it becomes one of those moments where you look up and you're like, oh, like if, it, if for example, say the Yankees had automatically clinched the East already. It would be like, oh, who's in the wild card? Oh, nice. And then you'd kind of zone in. Um, and I feel like, I'd, honestly, it's tough for our friend group because I've actually checked the MLB scores this morning to see if the Sox won and the Yankees lost. Obviously, the opposite happened. The Sox lost and the Yankees won. Yeah, well, the Blue Jays are on a tear right now. And Guerrero's crushing. Um, so I will say baseball is interesting for us as Northeastern fans, but everywhere else, not hot. Um, it will keep back up in two weeks. Got one more? 
I agree with that. That's all I got. Yeah. And honestly, now the more I think about it, for me, baseball is still hot. That might have just been a bad take. Um, I'm going to be honest about my takes. Pretty shitty. So who's hot or not? Finally, who's hot is Carzo for being on this podcast. Thanks again. Oh. So now we're just going to get into the main event. Quasi power rankings. Oh, quasi. I tried to forget about um, the This is why this episode is going to be epic. Um, the quasi power rankings. Um, so I'll give my breakdown of my quasi first. And then I'll take yours. I think everyone has a little bit of, an, of a uh, different opinion of it. So for me, quasi feels like a year ago. Um, that's the first thing I want to mention. Like it literally does not happen. Like two weeks ago, we were at quasi. Um, I don't know if it's just because of the hang, the bro hangover, the real hangover and every other thing that makes it seem like it was so long ago. And also the fact that I can't really talk about it at work or just kind of just with something I threw in the back. Like I don't think anyone like, um, but look, it feels like forever ago. Um, I know I had a rough performance. We'll get to it in the power rankings. Um, but I will say there's just something about pulling in to a lake and seeing all your boys with their tarps off playing beer die. I think the first two uh, keg beers went down in five minutes for me. I just could not, could not stop indulging. Um, and that kind of what's led to the, the throw up and all that nonsense and the hangover and the super tiredness. And then the comeback on Sunday night with the would you rathers. Um, but when you just pull up there, there's no better feeling in life. Um, I, I, when I was about to release a podcast last week, I kind of did a quick quasi breakdown. It came out sounding like shit. But the one thing I t- talked about in that pod was you just show up to quasi and it's like, it's honestly the only feeling I get that I fe- felt when I'd walk out for like a really big football game. Like, you know, like that anxiety you would get of like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I know it's going to be an awesome experience. No matter what, I'm happy I did it. And yep. there might be some ups and downs along the way, but this like anxiety mixed with excitement mixed with you're doing it with like your boys. Like that's kind of how, that's the only way I can describe pulling up the quasi. Right. Like, it feels right. like you're going out to Leckenby Stadium against Morrisville your senior year. Like when you guys had I mean, your... I, yeah. I mean, I could talk about, I could talk about quasi for hours but the the very well first first things first let's pour it out for deach haas and dylan and cormac yep deach haas dylan um those were they were definitely missed a lot of big personalities that weren't there um so we'll try again next year but you in my opinion you appreciate everybody's company there because obviously we don't see each other every day like we did at st lawrence we yeah we Sometimes have a Boston meeting or a New York City meeting, um, but everybody's company is just appreciated. You're excited to see everyone, and I didn't think last year's setup and that pavilion could be topped with the 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 obviously the the big tent, um, the keg beer, but the setup this year was even better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't there last year, but that still was ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. So this year's setup, I think, was by far the best, closer to the water. Um, sleeping arrangements are always just a coin flip, but that's what we expect. Um, but yeah, everything was great. I mean, I was so impressed with this year's setup. Yeah. Um, everything was so easily available. Um, but yeah, it was great. So overall, like just an incredible setup, an incredible time. Um, 
Like, I, I mean, my, my person, even though I was like down on the hangover train on most of Saturday and things like that, I mean, still like the best weekend of my year. So that's always awesome. You know what? Another thing too is because we now do it on Labor Day, um, we have that extra day, but that extra day is Huge. like a necessity cover. Yeah. Oh, so home on, I came home. We all got home obviously on Sunday. And my mom called me, um, my mom called me on Sunday night and she was like, Oh, like, when are you coming home? I was like, Oh, like I'm home already. Like she's like, Oh, that was a quick trip. I'm like, no, I need Monday. Like we all need Monday, Sunday and Monday combined to get ready for work on Tuesday. Well, I, we extended Quasi to that whole day Sunday and we left Monday. It would just be, it'd be horrible. Yeah. It'd no, be too much. I, I think the setup now, now next year, I will say, with the college football, I didn't realize Quasi had good Wi-Fi. We're 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 clocking into college football next year. Um, just between the downtime of like sitting in that like little area. Um, actually, I'll be a water park now, so I don't know what the deal is going to be. Obviously, so holy shit, that's going to be a water park. Think about that. What? That that place we were saying is where they're putting the water sign. Oh, really? I totally missed that. Yeah. No. So R.I.P. to that setup. Um, which is probably okay. Well, good why we got so iggy with it. Um, although the cleanup job we did was pretty impressive on Sunday, but no, that yeah. all set up. Um, I will say the sleeping arrangement, I would definitely bring another air mattress next time. I didn't realize I hadn't slept on a tent since I think I was in eighth grade. Yeah. I mean, I brought an air mattress and I think, uh, dumpy took, took the reins on that both nights, which that wasn't even disappointing. I mean, you know, the later you stay up, the, the slimmer and slimmer sleeping arrangements get. Yeah, no. Um, and I mean, and shout heart. out to shout out Sam Downs and Liam for a um, just a well-oiled machine putting those tents up. Yep. So I mean, everyone has their own experience. So let's just get right into the power rankings. Fuck it. Um, so, um, what I decided, and cars are right. You never push back when I sent it. Too hard to give everyone a power, like Sorry. a number one, um, like a one, two, three, four. So I think tiers is the best way. Um, so first tier, I think we just have to, I've, I'm going to change this up a little bit. In tier 1A, just Sam, um, gracious host. Actually, well, I'm just getting a phone call right now. I have to pick it up. Oh, I forgot. I have to do one of my sponsors for tonight's show. We have an advertisement coming in. Tonight's First ad, our first sponsor is Mr. and Mrs. A's Taco Bar. Wow. If you're hungry and you want a taco filled with onions and peppers, chicken, beef, cheese, guacamole, salsa, lettuce, and any other fixing in the taco world, this is the place you need to go. From a great side salad to delicious beers with your meal – Mr. and Mrs. A's Taco Bar has everything you need to eat. Eat till you throw up. Literally. <laughs> now, on to our tier A, Sam Anderson. So Sam gets the first tier. Gracious host kind of set everything up. Um, the one – actually, no. These guys are going to have their own tier later in the show, so I'm not going to spoil this. But I was going to say what, Sam's one bad moment, but uh, you're going to hear about that later in a couple minutes, actually. But Sam was awesome. Um, awesome host. Kind of did everything you could ever imagine. I don't think the keg was ever empty. Um, food was always there. Uh, he did get mad at me a couple times, um, which is acceptable. But um, all together, Sam was awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, you're going to get, I mean, obviously Sam's so excited to have us. His parents are always so excited to have us. Um, but Sam, at the end of the day, Sam is still Sam. You're going to get a little kickback, but that's why we love him, you know? Exactly. Um, so all around awesome weekend by Sam. Uh, great host. I will say my favorite moment of Sam's was watching him throw the football on Saturday night. Really got deep in the pocket, um, ran a couple plays with me and you in there. But that was probably my highlight of watching Sam and then also bossing the quasi workers around. It's always kind of funny. Um, yeah, those guys are, I think those guys love having us the most. They're just, don't, well, they're going to be their own tier at the end. Don't you dare. Worry. Okay. Um, yeah. I even got under center with Sam at quarterback for a couple snaps. That was, um, that was, that was super fun. Uh, we got to work on our, our relationship there, but that was great. Under getting under center. Not a shotgun guy. I like to get right on underneath there. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, that was my favorite moment of Sam. Now to tier one B. Uh, I think there were two people who really set themselves apart. First, we'll go with Smokes. Um, his pharmacy is actually sponsoring this podcast. You'll get a message from them later in the day. It's got a text, but um, I mean, Smokes is an all-around man. I think it was the first time I had seen him in three to four years. Um, not your average bookmaker gave us a win with Alabama first half it was awesome to see us get a winner. Um, he kind of had everything from emotion. He fulfilled your emotional needs, your physical needs, your mental needs. He was kind of like the doctor, Dr. Smokey. Um, great time. I think always smiling, always for the boys, always on the table. Um, I mean, there's nothing bad you can say. His playlist. Uh, how did I forget his music? He was awesome. Incredible. Yeah, his folks' energy is just contagious. What was your favorite song from the weekend? Dude, I probably couldn't name one song that was playing. I just know it was good. Yeah. I mean, Smoke, Smokes was an all-around. I totally forgot the DJ. I'm kind of embarrassed by that. Um, but from his DJing to just being one of the boys and being there, it was awesome. See him brings a little bit of a Philly vibe. Um, and he was the three-day guy. He got there early and golfed. Yeah, three-day guy. I forgot about that. Wow. Um, got there and golfed. Pretty much just great. Anything else you, we need to add? No, nailed it. Great. There's, uh, there's so much great. Now, our next guy. Who else? Actually, let's see if I put this up on the computer. Our next person we have in our power rankings um, is going to be this man. Let's see. Carzo, let me know if you can hear this. that is our number two on the power rankings in the tier one b uh mr caleb kane aka more wine for my men um you can't really beat this line right awesome um incredible performance I mean, there's nothing bad you could say about the kid. The throw up after the ride, me and you weren't on the ride. I kind of freaked out the rides. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I mean, watching that throw up might've been the best, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That was, I mean, the more wine for my men, that'll go down in history. That That's something we'll be saying probably forever. Um, every time he said it, just hysterical. And yeah, I just got to interrupt you. Quickly. Yeah. Best part was, I, I can't remember if it was Charter or Mitch, but one of them looked at me. I, I think it was Charter because he was next to me at dinner. And he just looks at me and goes, dude, if I was doing this, I'd get my fucking ass kicked. 
Like, there's just <laughs> something about the vibe that Caleb had it with where it's perfect. Yeah, it was electric for sure. Like, totally on point. Like, that and then going to the roller coaster and the mom walking by and saying, you know, they a lot of people go to Vegas for a reason. And Caleb looking at her and goes, email me. Oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, all around another three-day guy, handsome as shit. Um, just all around awesome. That's the problem with this tier A, um, one A. The word awesome almost just comes out of our mouth too much. Um, but there's just not a word I can describe. Those are my highlights of him. Anything else you think we need to mention about Caleb? No, I, he, he crushed it. He, his performance was, like you said, top tier. The, the Was it the swings that did him over? Swings did him over, yeah. And then he had a little freak out in the um, his tent earlier in the day. He was just living life at the top of the world. Yeah, and shout out Caleb, who convinced me to go on a tube on the lake. Um, and as we know, I'm not a big, big body of water guy but I decided to do it one in Rome and he brought me back to safety. Um, I was in the back of the tube pretty much with my head dunked in the water the whole time. And Caleb, you know, eased my nerves, told me to, told me to relax and paddled me back to shore, which, which I appreciate more than I can, more than I can explain. So. No, I, I totally agree. Caleb, congrats. So tier two, so this is our second tier. I'm just going to, I think this person is in um, the top of the tier. Dirty. Um, Every person. No, in the top of tier two, I think it's Dirty Mike. He was a fringe tier one guy. Um, I didn't want to load up tier one. So Mike was a fringe tier one guy, fringe tier two guy. The work he did on the grill on oh, yeah. Saturday night was all time. Yeah, that's that's just – that's Russo's home right there. couple beers, grilling for the boys. He, I mean, yeah. I, that's- cooked, I mean, I think we probably ate. So first off, Charter and Mitch both ate around nine, which is – terrifying um yeah I, I have no other word than terrifying for it um i think in total we probably ate 45 burgers you probably you yeah. probably cooked 65 no 45 is probably too little i i think everyone had at least two two pounds well, the funny thing after when i was like on my way home i was like i don't really remember eating all weekend and then i was like Wait a minute, you idiot! We crushed that taco bar, and we had about like like you said, fifty burgers. Yeah, because um, the steak the steak was awesome. Just the, eating that whole steak oh, after drinking can so good. be like a workout in itself. And then we were going on the rides right after. So I mean, I ate my whole steak, but I know at that table, not a lot of people finish their steak. Um, and then you're with the potato side; it's so filling, and you've already had so much beer yeah. that day. It's one of those things where it's delicious. Like the steak in the A1 was incredible. I didn't do the sour cream. But um, having the steak is like a tough, like I think for a lot of people to finish. And then once you get to 10 p.m. that night, you're like, wait, all I had was a piece of protein. I need carbohydrates. Uh, (laughs) And that's what I think happened in terms of us crushing uh, the burger. So I think we probably had 50. So back to Mike. I mean, he's also intimidating. I think all the riffraff that was at Quasi might have looked over and been like, wow, I could kick those guys' ass. They looked at Mike and they were like, never mind. Um, yeah. Mike was like our protector, our guardian, cooked us food all around great. Anything else you want to add on Mike? No, no. no Mike was- also great vibes, good looking as hell, um, incredible on the grill, and just always at the table. I think I heard him laugh maybe a thousand times. Nothing can ever be bad if you're with someone who laughs that much. No. Not at all. Next on that tier, Kevin Downs. 
Um, highlight of the weekend for me was looking over at the lake and seeing Kevin just sitting in himself, Kevining, like yeah, like looking just like basting in the sun, basting in the sun by himself in the chair in the lake. That was the highlight of the week for me. Um, Kevin is an yeah, Kevin was great. Kevin Kevin ran the beard eye table um, pretty much the entire time, right? He was a big beard eye guy. Um, also put Kevin on my Instagram story twice. Not not intentional, but it just he's everything was just photogenic about him. So I just had to capture the moment there. No, um so that'll be a fun memory a year, you know, a year from now to share. Yeah, no, Kevin. I mean, and then Kevin's like, I think anywhere Kevin goes with us or like as by us, like a group event, he always ends up in the top five of any power rankings. Um just all around Kevin vibes. I think I can just say that, and that's perfect. Anything else you need to mention about Kevin? Yeah, it's it's not it's not always so much what he says, what he does. Just being around him is makes him top tier. It's honestly perfect. Um, it's it's incredible. Like he just has this vibe to him. It's like I I imagine what it's like the first time you walk into like a party, right? And you just have that like excitement. That's the excitement I see every time I got Kevin. So he's always in the top of the power rankings. Um, that was a bit of a stretch. We'll keep going. Next on tier two, uh, Liam Rogers, another three-day guy, getting up and grabbing it. Uh, I mean, I was hungover for most of Saturday, but he did some of his best work on Saturday. He did it. He did everything top to bottom. He golfed. He booed. He beer died. Remember he took a business call? Yeah. He was in the office closing deals. He did everything. There's really not much you can say about Rogers. And you know about Liam, too? You look who, rocks, like, who rocks a better vest with a short sleeve shirt underneath? I was just going to say, I was literally getting to his outfit. He literally yeah. the same outfit this weekend, and I was like, oh my God, he should just never wear something after that. If Rob <laughs> is in a short sleeve shirt and a vest, I'm kind of mad. Yep. Agreed. Totally agree. Like, it's, it's ups- I get upset when he's not in a short sleeve shirt and a vest. Yeah. Stupid nuts. Liam did it, and he did it fucking well. Yes. Um, no, it's, it's perfect. Uh, like Raj is just the Raj dude. There's a reason he got asked to leave slew and then came back and slam dunked on everyone. Yep. The Raj is King. So that's the end of our tier two. Um, we're almost hitting an hour, so we'll wrap this up quickly. I don't want to take all your time. Thank you so much, Carzo, for joining us. Dude, don't mention it, man. I'm, if, if I wasn't doing that, I'd be, I know. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I've rambled a little bit this one. Kind of get, you got me juiced. I don't even think I'll end up doing an intro for this podcast. Um, 50 minutes might be enough. Maybe what will happen. Right. Okay. Last time you listened to it, I was, I was pumped. I didn't never, I, from a listener last, last podcast you released, I didn't want it to end. So I don't think going a little, get a little longer is going to yeah, matter. Maybe, I mean, either I'll add, well, either I'll do is I'll do a, um, my own pod on Thursday night. Or I'll just stick, um, do a solo act on Thursday night, or I'll do like a little monologue at the beginning. If there's no monologue at the beginning, you know what you're going to hear on Thursday night. So um, thank you so, so much for signing us. Now time for our next sponsor, Smokey's Pharmacy. <laughs> we got what – actually, I'm reading this wrong. We got what you want. We got what you need. Let us do the feed. Smokey's Pharmacy. I like that. You come that? I just literally not even not even on my phone. Um, Smokey's Pharmacy, one of the greatest places on earth. They have everything you can offer um, from beverages to food 
to anything that is edible. Um, what a place. Make sure you go there next time you're in Woodbury, Connecticut. Now, tier three. We'll start off right away. Carzo, I'm going to put you in tier three. Um, fringe tier two guy. Uh, <laughs> you're a tier one, tier three guy. I mean, it's just it's hard to compete with uh, Kevin, Liam, and Mike. Um, and it's Listen. like you're the leadoff guy in the tier three. Now, here's the thing I want to say about everyone tier three right now. Everyone tier three could be higher. This is the one thing I hate about. We're, all, we're all tier one guys. Let's let we're all tier one guys. But if you have to rank tiers, this is what we got to do. Yeah, exactly. And you'll see. This is a, an impressive tier to be in. Um, so we have, like I said, you had a great quasi appearance. I mean, anytime you go, you're similar to Kevin. Give off those vibes. Pretty awesome. Nothing negative I can say about it. Um, really funny. <clears throat> I'm realizing it's kind of weird for you to say anything about yourself. So I'll, yeah, my highlight view of the week was you doing the um, the dance, um, downtown dance on the oh. board. I have a video of it. Incredibly funny. Um, Carzo is just the king. King Carzo. Yeah, I think I got on your shoulders at one point. That was fun. You did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That was incredible. Um, next in tier three, Nucci. Nucci had a great quasi uh, happy boy fest. Well, is that what he was calling it? Uh, happy boy convention. Happy boy convention. He was happy. He had a smile on his face all the time. I think he still might be coming down from the happy boy convention. <laughs> he might just need like a weekend of pizza and sleep. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Because I, 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 that's just my own observation from. There's nothing Lenovo can, can't fix for Case. Exactly, and I think these weekends of Bills weekend last weekend, first Bills game, quasi like Nucci is an absolute beast. But even at some point, the Earth is going to blow up and run out of energy. Everything runs out of energy. He could use a lazy Sunday. Uh, he went straight to Quasi to Boston and sent yeah, it again. Totally forgot about the send in Boston. He, I didn't yep. even have the strength to keep up with him. Um, yeah. So Nucci, positive boy, uh, positive boy convention or fest. Happy boy convention. Say it with with me. Happy Happy boy boy. convention. I'm so used to positive vibes. I keep on thinking that. Yeah. Um, But Nucci, um, the happy boy convention was awesome. Nucci was on fire. Smile as always. Great sound. Great soundtrack coming out of his mouth. Um, But just awesome. Right. Uh, Next, we'll go Cenus. I'll give all you have your breakdown of Cenus. Yeah, Cenus, obviously a great addition. Cenus, we were off to a little rocky start because we usually, Cenus and I usually drive together uh, from Whitesboro to Connecticut. It's about three and a half hours. Cenus uh, got a new job, so we couldn't leave work Friday um, or take the day off, anyways, which is totally understandable. So we ended up, um, ended up driving in separately which was okay um but cenas is one of those guys where you just want to be next to because yeah. he's funny he does little side comments everything he's got to say is just hysterical so he always crushes it and he, he he's a he's appreciative he loves that he goes to these events um even though he's not a slew alum um but uh yeah he crushes it i will forever be uh throw my hat in the ring for cenas yeah no cenas had a great weekend i think that was an awesome breakdown. Um, nothing more I really need to add. I love seeing Cenas. He's one of the favorite people I get to see. Probably see him once every year. Um, but he's one of those people I see a quasi once a year. And it's like, it's not the perfect amount because I wish I could see him more. But he's such a great person. It fills that one, vo- at one only one time seeing him. Yeah. Um, so next, we'll go Neil. 
Um, Neil was all around awesome. Um, I mean, just similar to Kevin, just Neil vibes. Yeah. Like positive, funny, smart, funny, like always add something. He always stirs the pot. The one thing you can't (laughs) say about Neil is that he doesn't stir the pot a little and not in a bad way. Like he always adds something. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, awesome job by Neil. I think that. And he, and he flew in too. So I, we know that's not an easy trip. Commitment. Commitment. Commitment to the friend group is big. Um, and it was awesome having him there. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I do anything else you want to add about Neil? Uh, next we'll go Gardner kind of similar to Neil. You can kind of put them together. They're kind of always, they were together a lot. Um, I kind of got in their group for a little bit of quasi awesome guys, positive vibes only in that group. Um, I had a great time with Gardner. He was hysterical. Gardner's similar to Cenas, like someone I wish I saw more, but even though I just see him once, he's such an awesome dude. It just fills the whole time frame. Yeah. Co- uh, Copenhagen straight guy, which yep. uh, which came in clutch a few times. So down to burn, um, down to drink, like just uh, always down for the cause. Um, looking great as ever, always looking like a snack. Someone I just wish we saw more. Kind of stinks. He lives in the middle of Connecticut, New York. But I think next time the boys do a convention anywhere, needs to get invited. Needs absolutely to no more like Boston or New York weekends without Gardner. Finally, last person in tier four, Charter. Just typical charter. Like nothing bad to say about no, this isn't tier four. Last person in tier three, number four, um, is charter. Awesome weekend by charter. Um, I mean, was just charter. Yeah, I mean charter again, uh, uh such a loud personality, such a loud character, always, always a pleasure to be around. Uh every similar to Cena's like charter, everything that comes out of his mouth is just hysterical. Um, so yeah, he charter I mean charter is just charter. Charter's great. Um, exactly. Charters, the final one. Now in our tier of our own, the final tier, me and Mitch, um, both of us had a tough weekend. I'll speak for Mitch kind of falling asleep on a Saturday is tough Saturday at noon. Um, it's just as tough as waking up and not being able to eat anything and sleeping till noon. Um, but that's for me at least Mitch had a great weekend. Really funny. Uh, you know, Sam kind of gets annoyed with Mitch easily which puts him in a hard position. He's in a losing position to start because of how Sam treats him every once in a while. So I think Mitch sometimes like gets uh, stage fright or anxiety of being around Sam and like messing up and just kind of pushes the pedal to the metal too quickly. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, I think I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, and it's Mitch. not a bad thing about Mitch. I'm just saying like Mitch gets the quasi. He's like, shit, Sam's about to like make me do something like, Kind of like, like <laughs> judge me or whatever. I mean, he called him skinny. Once he got called skinny, Mitch just oh, went. Mitch looked, Mitch looked great. Mitch looked awesome. Yeah. And I think the um, positive vibes from Sam made Mitch right away. Like be like, oh my God, let's go. Like he's being the beast. And then Mitch just full sent it um, and got really tired. I didn't think he had that bad of a weekend, but the reason. No, I thought- now, I thought he was great. The reason he's in this tier is because he didn't come on the pod last week, honestly. Um, and he said the reason was he doesn't want to face the music for quasi. So I don't know, like, if him and Yet, like did something. Like, to tell me you don't want to face the music means you probably think you're pretty low in the power rankings. But, I mean, Mitch knows I love them. Love him. Still not loved. Um, it was awesome. Around. Finally, me. Um, you want to give me a breakdown? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I'll go. I mean, you were obviously you're great. Everyone loves seeing you. You had a, you had a year plus uh, where you were just cooped up, uh, wasn't allowed to leave the house. Totally understandable. So this was almost your coming out party, which was great. You crushed it. Friday, you nailed it. Boozed hard. Was fun. Saturday, I mean, listen. Saturday, it felt like shit. You're. I've never seen someone puke that much. To be honest, that was a first for me. We were all waking up, drinking some breakfast claws. And you were just hurling. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that photo of you laying down on like the yoga mat next to all of us around like the fire was just a perfect, um, you know, like a picture worth a thousand words thing that you were just shot. But the positives is you came back. Yeah. You didn't pack it in. Well, I don't, you didn't really have a choice. You had to come back. I couldn't, right? I had to put the full court press on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, terrible outing Saturday morning, but you rallied through it. Uh, and you ended strong. So that's all that matters. No, and I totally agree. Um, I mean, it was tough at points, but we came back. So quasi power rankings, I will say at their own tier, um, what were the two guys' names? Ring guy and other guy? It was uh, Tommy and I want to say Mike. Yeah, Tommy and Mike in their own tier. Yeah. Absolute beasts. Um, I don't ever want to see them again. That's on me. (laughs) Oh, remember when I took when I whipped his golf cart? That was. Fun. I really wish Smokes had put his golf cart in the lake. I forgot that. That was my favorite Smokes moment. If Smokes had actually did that, I think. Are, I would. are they? Uh, are they listeners, Tommy and Mike? I hope so. <laughs> but I hope I never see them again. Um, know if yeah, they, there's they they're just so for the boys because they know they'll get a little they'll get a little benefit from it. They'll know if they stick around and help us enough, they'll get the keg beer. They'll have some food. They'll do that. So. I think they have some skin in the game for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now, anything else we want to mention? Quasi power ranks we hit fantasy football. No, I think it's we're it's good to say to close the book on Quasi and look forward to next year. Yeah, look forward to next year. Now, looking forward to week two. Anything you want to mention for fantasy? Um, week two. I mean, week two. I'm week excited for little, week two. So. Week one's tough to get a good. Um, get a good uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for look on your team so a lot hopefully a lot of the players that for example josh allen like we already mentioned steps up um but i think i'm going to get a w week two for sure yeah no i'm, I'm excited for you thankfully you don't have to play me which is good for you um and and I, I, I want to thank one of our other sponsors i forgot to mention of the show um the mountain mark dunkin donuts in uh canton not your average Duncan. This is known as the number one spitter giver outer in Canton, New York. So not only do you get a large iced coffee made by a lovely person, um, you also get a spitter that will last you a lifetime, especially if you're Cormac. So, the best donuts in New York State, for sure. Now, anything else you want to mention? Uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on the pod. And hopefully thank you for do having me. I'm glad. I just, I just want to... Uh, I don't want this to go unnoticed. You asked if I wanted to be on the podcast, what, around 9 a.m. today? Yep. I said, sure. You said 8.45, pushed it back to around 9. I was flexible. This is how guests should be. So let that be a lesson. I'm not going to mention any names, Mitch Peltier. But, um, yeah, we were good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked me. Thank, yeah, thank you so much. And can't wait for the next time you come on. All right, Ledge. We'll talk. Bon voyage. Thank you, everyone. Yep. Awesome job, Carzo. Have a good night. You You too. To crying for information. Hopefully you're now not dying for information. Have a good night.